Welcome to the Glow Getters Podcast. My name is Kayla Fahey Arndt, and I'm your host. I teach and inspire leaders to step into their productive selves and find their true potential. I'm a passionate creative and scientist with over eight years of healthcare leadership experience. At age 25, I stepped into my first management role and didn't find the leadership advice I was looking for. So here I'm giving you the tools to end burnout and enjoy a vibrant career and life. Glad you're here to learn and grow with me. Now, on with the show. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Glow Gooders podcast. I'm Kayla. I'm your host. Episode 97. <laughs> you guys, I'm freaking out. We're getting so close to episode 100. Like, I... Here's the thing. When you put your mind to something, you can do anything. And, you know, like I've talked about before, this podcast has existed since the end of 2018. So 18 to 19 to 20 to 21. So like three years and it was sort of like a hobby. I didn't know what it would go grow into. And then it turned into like leadership tips and then it turned into mindset and then it became just like a passion. Um, and it's just so funny when you lean into something and you start to figure out like what doesn't work and what works really well. And I think to show up in a more like verbal way is so much easier than sitting down to write. You know, I love to write, but like writing a longhand pod, like blog, like that is work. <laughs> so eventually I'll get there because I definitely need like search engine optimization on my website so that like more people can get this podcast. But until then, like right now, I'm just having fun and recording these leadership episodes. So episode 97. So today's episode is going to be all about how to ask for a raise or make a counter offer when you're made an offer. Um, because I did talk about interviews. So I know a lot of you are interviewing soon or have already interviewed. And I think we don't talk enough about asking for money, especially if you're a woman listening to this podcast. I not, I know I don't only have women or people who identify as female, um, listening. There are other folks listening to this podcast, but I think the majority are, and we've just never been taught how to do it. You know, how do we ask for more? Um, what's acceptable? How do we do it in a way that feels good to us? And so I'm going to share my experience asking for a raise and asking for making a counter offer with you in hopes that it just sort of like normalizes it and brings light to one way that you can approach the situation. So before I go ahead and do that, I do want to um, give the rating and review of the the week here. And I got a new review um, came through on Sunday from Nicole. Nicole, I know you already messaged me on Instagram. I can't wait to connect with you. Um, and so shout out to you. Thank you so much. It looks like you are an MSNRN. So um, that's amazing. And I know you're going to be interviewing soon as well. And so I just want to thank you so much for leaving this review. So I'll read it here. Nicole's title of the review says, highly recommend. And she gives five stars and says, Kayla's podcast is motivating and inspiring. Her mindset and forward-thinking approach to leadership is the guidance I needed as a new nurse leader. As Kayla mentions, there is no guidebook to leadership. <laughs> you got that right, Nicole. She breaks down concepts and provides tools to help you succeed as a leader. 
I recommend that all nurse and healthcare leaders, especially during this overwhelming and high stress time, listen to her podcast to enhance their mindset to support their teams and achieve better outcomes. Kayla is a light that everyone needs to move forward during a difficult time. Wow. Okay. <laughs> now I'm like tearing up and going to cry. So I may have to pause this episode. Thank you so much, Nicole. I really appreciate the feedback. Um, man, I've been through such hard times as a leader, like so many ups and downs, like lowest lows and highest highs. And, uh, I'm just so happy to know that I'm not doing this alone too. And that's why I want to build this community and I'm excited to be connected with nurses. Um, I'm a scientist, lab scientist, work in the lab. My sister's a nurse. Um, so I totally, I totally get it. Um, so thank you so much for leaving a review. I will message you back on Instagram and then send you some freebies and just like, I'm, I'm excited to connect deeper with you. Um, so like Nicole, if, if you guys want to leave me a rating or review, please leave a, like a actual word text review. So then I know who you are. (laughs) Um, because if you just leave the stars, I don't, I can't see who actually left those. And each week, um, if there are more than one, I'll do a drawing and I'll read the review on the podcast. Like I did here with Nicole's and then send you, um, and then let you know to email me or to message me at Kayla Fahey Arndt so I can send you some freebies and say, thank you. So awesome, awesome, awesome. Let's get into the topic, how to ask for a raise or how to make a counter offer when you're made an offer. So I want to preface this with there's a few different scenarios in which you might be in a position to ask for a raise. The first is kind of maybe more of your typical, maybe, I don't even know if it's typical, but sort of what I hear about is people might be seeking other positions outside of their organization or maybe in a different area of their organization, and maybe they are offered the position for more money or more benefits. And you start to think about, do I want to take that job? And maybe you're frustrated with your current role and you believe that more money in your current role is going to make you happier. (laughs) So that's one scenario. And I will argue that no amount of money will make you more happy So if you're thinking about leaving and you've been made a nice offer, you really need to think deep about, is it that I'm unhappy because I'm not compensated properly or am I unhappy because of like X, Y, Z in my job, my boss, my, my situation. And I don't at this point see a way to change or make it better. Even with all the mindset tools and strategies that we have, sometimes there's this knowing in our heart and in our minds that we are, it's time for a change. And I just, and just, we just need to start fresh. And so in that instance, it's probably not worth going back to your current boss and saying, hey, I applied somewhere else. They made me this offer. Can you guys match? Because if you're unhappy, and you aren't going to do the work to fix it or ask for what you need to make it better, more money is not going to make you happier. So I just wanted to preface with that. The second subcategory, I guess, in the same scenario is, you know what? I've been offered this other job at more money or more benefits, whatever. Let me think and reflect on my current role. 
am I unhappy because I don't, I'm not properly compensated or is it because of like all the the other reasons we mentioned? And maybe you are thinking, I'm not ready to leave my current job. There's so much I could do and so much potential, but maybe I need to ask for more growth opportunities so that I can excel in my current role and develop and grow and and let my boss know or my one-up leaders know that like I want to stay. I don't want to leave. I want to be developed. And that might come with more money or it might say like I have stipulations. <laughs> so let me give you guys an example from my life. Maybe that will like clarify some things for you. Back in... I don't even know. Maybe it was 2017. I guess I don't remember the exact year. Um, I was a specialist in blood bank. I really liked that work, but I was missing the people component. So I was in a very technical role. You guys know I love people. And so I just felt like I wanted the oversight to have one-on-ones with my staff I wanted to be able to give the performance reviews. I felt like I was operating with one hand tied behind my back because I wasn't um, able to work with staff to develop them in a direct way. I was an indirect leader. They weren't reporting to me. And I felt that they should because I was essentially running the department for which they were working And so it was just this really awkward leadership structure that had been developed over the years. And so it just, it just felt weird. And I just felt like I kept butting up against it. Um, I was really burnt out because I was, didn't have great work boundaries at the time. Um, I talked about this before I would work like insane hours to try to please other people and make my people really happy. And yet they didn't report directly to me. So I couldn't really directly impact, you know, their review or how they were doing or feel like I could really make a difference. And so I just felt like there was a lot of things going on where maybe I'm done. You know, maybe I don't want to do this anymore and I'm a little bit tired. And so out of a place of burnout, I decided to apply to some other jobs. Um and I never would have thought to do this, but my husband leaned in and said to me, he said, hey, Kay, you know, it's fine to interview. It doesn't mean you have to take the job. Maybe you should go out and see, are the skills that you have and developed valuable at somewhere else? And and honestly, he's so insightful. He said, like, are there gaps in your skills that you maybe don't even know about because you have only worked at one place? Why don't you go interview and see? And so I applied to another health system for a completely different job. It was a quality job and it would have been working with laboratory and nursing to investigate serious safety events and patient events. And I thought, yeah, I can do that. I love um, problem solving. I love data and I love uh, helping continuous with continuous improvement. So I thought, yeah, maybe this is up my alley. So I interviewed for the job. I had two interviews. I did great. And they even gave me a test <laughs> and I had to like do all of these drills and V lookup and different algorithms in Excel. 
And during the interview, I realized like, gosh, I am like lacking on these like fancy Excel pivot table skills. Like I don't do this very much in my current role, but now that I know what's possible, I should totally learn these skills and I could bring them back to my current role. And so I got made an amazing job offer for about 10 grand more than what I was currently being paid. And so I thought, okay, that's awesome. The offer was for no weekends, no holidays. And I was currently working every six weekend, which was not bad. Um, and one holiday or so, I don't remember at that point. And so I was, I remember getting the job offer and feeling really excited. Cause I was like, they want me. Like, I thought I failed this Excel exam. <laughs> like, I didn't know how to pivot. Um, they they want me. How cool. You know, that was the external validation that I used to really, really care about. And so I got the job offer and I talked to my husband and I was like, hey, they offered it to me. And he's like, how do you feel about it? And I was like, I'm excited. And he's like, why? And I was like, oh, because I found out that I am valuable. And he's like, okay, but does that make you want to leave your current job? Like, how do you feel? And I kind of sat in that for a while and thought like, oh my God, like if I was about to leave, I think I'd be really sad. Like I wasn't ready. So I knew in my heart and my gut and my, in my mind that no, I still have unfinished business to do in my current job. I still have a lot of growth that I can do. And I was coming at this from a place of burnout. And it really made me think about, well, what is it that I want to be happy in my current job? And so here's the piece about asking for a raise. So what I did was I thought about the value that I bring to the current role. And I thought about what I want to be able to stay at the organization so that I can continue to add more value. And so I came up with three different things. Um, since then, I think I've tossed the, the notebook sheet with all the scribbles that my husband and I wrote down. But what I do remember is I remember saying, like, I want to be this, this group's supervisor. So I want direct reports. I want to spend more time with my manager learning about Excel and specifically finance. And I think I said, because I'm, I want direct reports, I want to be the supervisor of the department. And with that came compensation because it was a different pay grade. And so I let them know like, hey, I applied here. I don't want to go. I'm prepared to go if you, you know, say that you can't offer this because I know I will get growth opportunities at this other organization. Um, but what can you do? And so it wasn't more, it wasn't like pitting my boss against the wall and being like, I'm going to leave. Can you offer me this amount of money? It was more like, Hey, I'm trying to figure out my value. Here's what I think my value is to the organization. I know I have a lot more growth to do and I would love to be developed and mentored by you. I don't think, I don't feel like I'm getting that right now, but I think if I was promoted to supervisor and then worked with you on this specific skill and took over some of these accountabilities for you, um, that would make me super happy. And honestly, looking back, like 10 grand more a year is not very much money. <laughs> so especially after taxes. So like take home pay, that's not that much money. And so my boss was so sweet about it. And she was like, 
you know what, let's bring this to the director. Let's talk about what it might mean for your future and like have a collaborative conversation. I was like, good. I think that's all that I want. I just think I've been feeling a little bit lost and didn't know how to ask for what I needed. And just going out and interviewing made me realize like there's so much more. And so that's, I guess, the first scenario. When you apply to another job, they give you an offer and you go back to your current role and current boss and say, here's what they offered me and here's what I'd like in return. But instead of doing it in that icky way of like, well, if you guys don't offer it to me, I'm walking. It's like, I really want to stay. Therefore, how can I work to develop myself in partnership with you? Um, and what would make me more happy? So I'm never really a fan of like, you know, please give me this more money or else I'm walking because honestly, you might as well walk because then you have a target on your back <laughs> and everybody knows you just want to go. So I feel like the way that I did it was a lot more productive and was more like, I have a lot of value and I feel like I'm being underused. Can we like bump up the action? <laughs> so to speak. So that's the first like group of scenarios. The second scenario would be um, for asking for a raise is your current role. If you feel like you're being undercompensated um, for the value that you're bringing and maybe you don't have like another offer, you're not seeking to leave. You're just sort of evaluating your current pay. So one example of this is um, you know, thinking about your level of the work that you're doing, the value that you bring compared to other folks that are in your current um, or like job description. So for example, um, recently I've just been feeling like I want to ask for a raise. And so I started to thinking, think, again, what value do I bring? And what I realized is I thought that the level of value was in the effort and the time was elevated compared to those in my same peer group. And so essentially, I started listing for myself, making a list of like, why do I feel like this? And it's because my initiatives were at a different level than the other initiatives of those in my same peer group, right? So if you want to ask for a raise in your current role, I would challenge you to think, like, what value do I bring? It doesn't mean I work harder. We all work super hard, right? But what elevated level of value do I bring that you feel deserves extra compensation? Maybe it's system-wide initiatives. Maybe it's insane, you know, um, cost savings to the organization. Maybe you've taken on more responsibility than the other people in your peer group or based on what you think is in your job description. And you know what? It doesn't have to be a super scary conversation. I, you know, was really nervous about asking my boss for a raise, but here's what I did. I wrote down all the ways that I feel like I bring value to pump myself up, to have talking points to prepare and then I wrote down what I was going to say, and I literally said, the value I'm bringing requires elevated time and effort and dedication beyond what seem it seems my other colleagues are contributing. And then 
I had done some research. So that's my other tip is go online, um, just Google like average salary of your job in your current market. So like I'm in Minneapolis, so I would say like average transfusion program manager, get like super specific um, or like lab director, whatever you need to say, uh, nurse manager in Minneapolis and start to like research and think about like recognize that there are salary ranges for all job classes and organizations hire at different levels compared to that market value. So you really want to think about like, where do you think you fall in that based on your years of experience and the level of value that you're bringing? So for me, I was like, okay, I feel like the level of value is elevated. I have more accountability, more responsibility, and it requires more time and effort and dedication. So I don't think that it's that important to worry like, am I going to ask for too much? And here, let me tell you why. Because some people will say, you should ask for 10% more than you think you're worth. And I think that's great. I think you need to consider a few different things. I think you want to consider your current role, your current average annual raise in that role, if you get one. And then think about like the next role above you and what you think their salary range is. Because here's the thing, if you're in one current job class and there's a job class above you, your boss is probably going to be really hesitant to move you into a different job class or to give you pay that's going to be overlapping with that above job class because then you might be making more money than someone who's in a role higher than you, if that makes sense. So think about your current pay, your normal annual raise, and then the pay of the folks above you, that range, that from your market research on Google. Then what I also like to think about is like take home. How would this affect my pay per pay period each month? And what would it look like, you know, pre-tax, I guess, and then post-tax? I like to do that calculation because here's the thing. If you're feeling like you're undervalued, you want to see that in your paycheck if you should get the raise, right? <laughs> so if you ask for like a, let's say like $2,000 a year more, I mean, you know, $2,000 divided by 12 months is like $166. And if you take like a third of it out in taxes like or more, you, you might not even notice. So it's whatever you think is going to make you feel good when you are getting your paycheck every month. Like, all right, I feel properly compensated. So I would consider those things. So I can't tell you like, ask for 10% more, ask for 15% more. But I would just start listing out on a piece of paper, like, what would it look like if I got a 10% raise? What would it look like if I got a 15% raise? What would it look like if I got a 20% raise? (laughs) And then when you're having this really, you know, um, open conversation and dialogue with your boss, you don't have to say, like, I want X, Y, Z more. You can say something like, The level of value I'm bringing requires an elevated time and effort and dedication beyond what it seems my current other peers are making. I'm looking to be more properly compensated to continue to bring that level of value. I'm really loving my role. I'm I'm really excited about it. I have all these great ideas to move forward. 
I'm wondering what can you do in terms of an elevating my compensation? And then it starts a dialogue and they might say, well, what are you looking for? And you can pull a number out and say, you know, I'm looking for 15,000 um, in, in addition, and that would be an X percent raise. Okay. And it's going to be scary to say that. I won't lie. I was scared to ask. And that was just an example I pulled out, but just say it. And here's the thing. If you've done your research, you know that your, um, what you're requesting isn't going to be too terribly crazy. And if it is, your boss will likely say something like, well, that's within the range of the position above you, but perhaps there's some wiggle room in your current market range. They might even ask you, what do you think, do you know your percent to market pay currently? And a lot of us just don't know because that's something that HR doesn't really share very often. So you can say, you know, if there's a conversation, another tip you might say is, um, I'm not sure what where I'm at in percent to market for my pay for my current role, but I'm wondering if you can look to see if I'm on the high end of market or if there's still room to increase my pay within my current pay range for my position. So sort of like try to feel out if they can look into what percent of market you're being paid at. You know, if you're paid at 90% of market, maybe there's room to put you at 100%. And often salary ranges go up all the way to like 125% of market. So there's definitely always room to ask for more based on the value and level of service that you're bringing. And keep track. This is why you want to keep track of your projects throughout the year. This is why you want to keep emails from your boss giving you kudos throughout the year because then you can point to specific things and say, I worked super hard on that um, and converting to that new vendor and I saved some communications. You even said that you thought it went flawlessly. I'm really, really proud of that accomplishment. And I just think that's reflective of the value I've been able to bring this year. And I'm just wondering if there's any way that you can wiggle the compensation and look and see if there's room within market to, to bump me up a little bit in reward for this year. Just straight up ask, because if you don't ask, you never start the conversation and then you'll never get that raise. So <laughs> that one feels scary because that is sort of an ask for a raise and it can seem like out of nowhere to your boss. But honestly, if you're bringing this increased level of value um, and growth and development, um, then it's not surprising that you might come and ask. So you do need to be working on growing and developing yourself so that you can make this ask without feeling like a fraud. Okay, so those are the scenarios for asking for a raise. Now I want to pivot and talk about asking like counter for doing a counter offer. So this kind of starts in the interview process and your research of the position, um, but also then, of course, when you get the offer. So if you're applying to a job, you should have an idea of what the salary range is for the position. If you don't, like say, for example, you're applying at a nonprofit, it's really hard to know what they're going to offer you because if you're working for like, let's say a nonprofit, the budget's probably lower than if you're working for a private um, company. So what I've done in the past is when I've had interviews, um, when I'm talking with HR, usually during the screening interview, I'll just ask, 
is there any way that you can tell me what the salary range for this position is? Sometimes they say no. (laughs) Sometimes they'll say yes. Sometimes when you interview or apply, there's like a little section. It'll say, what do you hope to make in this position or what's your current pay rate? You do not usually need to fill that out. And I've found that I've actually been excluded from being offered positions because they're like, you're not going to be happy. We can't offer what you currently make. And to be fair, that's probably true in a lot of instances and maybe not in some, but in a lot. And so just it's better to know up front what you're getting into. So you can I think it's always appropriate to ask, especially during that HR screening phone interview. Um, it's usually a phone interview, just kind of asking like, oh, you know, I didn't see the compensation online. I tried to do some research. I wasn't able to find it. Just sort of wondering what is the starting pay for this position? And they'll maybe let you know they might not. Um, and then do your research online. You can also sort of ask the question in reverse, like, oh, I was doing my research and I saw that the average um, starting salary for this position is around 80k. I'm just wondering if that's close to accurate, if you can let me know. And they may or may not be able to tell you. If you go through the interview process, you don't know how much the salary is going to be, or maybe you do have an idea, um, you'll wait until you're made an offer. And usually what happens is you'll get a call from HR Um, not usually the hiring leader, it's going to be the human resource person. And they're going to say, let's use me for an example. They'll say, Kayla would like to extend an offer to you at this rate of pay per pay period or per hour or annual salary. And then that's where you pause (laughs) instead of like, oh my God, (laughs) Um, we all get excited when we get an offer. I think that's where you pause and you say, wow, thank you so much. I'm so interested in the position. And then you have a number written on a post-it or on a piece of paper ready to go in your hand when you're getting that phone call. So you really need to think about, okay, if they offer me 80, what am I going to counter at? If they offer me this, what am I going to counter at? Um, And maybe you even want to have like an idea of like, this is as low or as I'm willing to go. Um, Because if it's under that, it might not be even possible for them to reach what you need. So you do need to do your research online. I would say, honestly, just Google search salary.com and d.com. Like they all have good estimates. I've never really gone wrong with just like looking at the average of a ton of different sites um, and just having that number. Um, And then here's the key part. (laughs) I think regardless of whatever offer it is, even if you're super happy with it, you ask for more. I don't care what it is, you ask for more because as a manager myself who makes offers, who does hiring, I am always willing to negotiate and consider going higher. Um, Obviously, there are definitely some times when I legitimately cannot go any higher than what I've offered, Um, but... More often than not, I think we don't offer like our full, you know, we don't go all the way up to 125% of market. We offer what our company says is like our baseline. And then we're open to wiggle room based on your reasons or based on what you say you can do. So think about like, is this job going to require you to pay for parking? Do you have to commute extra? Um, do you need that extra money to replace some of your benefits you might be losing from your other job? 
um, what might be the reason. And it might just be because you want to make more. <laughs> you don't have to have like tons of solid reasons, but here's something you might say to HR. I'm so super excited about this position. I'm really happy that I've been made the offer. Thank you so much for giving me a call. I was really hoping for an offer at X amount. So let's say they offer you 80 and you really wanted 85. I was really hoping for an offer around 85. I was doing some market research and that's what I saw online. Not sure if that's completely accurate for your institution, but is there any wiggle room in the budget for that? And HR is usually going to push back and they'll usually say, well, that's, you know, that is the offer that I was given by the hiring leader. And I think what I've done and I think what's appropriate is just to say, I totally appreciate that, but I'm wondering if you can just bounce that idea off of them and then see if they can come back with anything better than 80. And my ideal would be 85. And if you want, you can say, here are the reasons why. Otherwise, you can just say, you know, to make it work and, and worth leaving my current position, I was really hoping for at least 85. And then they'll just say, okay, let me take that back and I'll call you right back. And you can say, that's wonderful. Thank you so much. Please convey that I'm so excited about the position um, and I can't wait to hear back from you. Boom. That's it. <laughs> and here's the thing. Even if you're happy with the offer they made you, if you ask for more, say you were totally happy with 80, you asked for 85 and they came back at like 82 and a half. That's great. That's amazing, right? You got that cherry on top. That's how we close the wage equity gap. One way, obviously, by asking for more regardless of what is offered. So do your research, know and share your value, and always, always, always counter offer in a respectful way. And even if HR pushes back with you, just say, that's totally legitimate. I understand. I'm just wondering if you can go back to the hiring leader. Just ask and let me know what they can come back with. And I'm, t I'm willing to talk it out with them. I look forward to hearing from you. Easy as that. I know it sounds scary, but as if you do this enough, if you practice, if you know that on the back end, the hiring manager is used to getting counter offers from all different kinds of people, even people who are very underqualified, it's not that scary. To me, if you don't counter offer, I'm always shocked. Like I don't, I, if somebody, if I make an offer and they don't come back and ask me for more money, I'm always like, man, what a missed opportunity <laughs> because maybe I would have considered it. So think about number one, if you're unhappy in your position and you go and interview, think about doing that to, in order to see what your current skills are valued at, where you can grow and develop in your current job. And if it's really money that's making you unhappy or if it's because you need to ask to be for more development and more attention and more support. Uh, honestly, if you're super unhappy, money might not fix it for you. So I wouldn't strong arm your boss. I would bring it to that person and say, hey, I'd really like to work alongside you, develop myself more. And I'm thinking that might require more compensation. <laughs> Do it in a respectful way. Get what you want. Um, learn and recognize that you might need to grow. But also recognize when it might be time to walk. 
The next bucket would be if you're asking for a raise in your current job, you're not seeking a job anywhere else, but you feel like you're offering so much more value than you're being compensated for, be really clear about the value and bring it to your boss as more of a dialogue and conversation about what can you do with the salary range? I'm feeling a little undercompensated for my value. Can we have a conversation about that? And is it possible? Have a number of what you'd like to see after you do research and put it out there in the universe. It's only the first step is just making the ask. And the last way to ask for a raise is to make sure that you always, always, always counter offer when you are starting out in a new job, because this is the time to get your salary bumped up because this is your, where you start out every year for your annual raise. From here, you can only go up. So always ask for more. Ask in a polite way. Push back against HR if they say this is the offer. Say, I'm wondering what can be done if there's any wiggle room let me know what the hiring manager thinks and I'm willing to be open and I'm so excited about the position. All right, I hope that helps. <laughs> this episode was sort of long, um, but it's so, so important and near and dear to me after becoming a manager and realizing like it's actually not very scary when people counter offer and that I'm expecting people to counter offer and ask for a raise that everybody needs to know they need to do this. All right, everyone, I hope you take care. And until next time, be a light. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I wanted to let you know about something new that I'm doing. If you could please leave me a rating and review on iTunes or right in your Apple podcast app, I would so appreciate it. Each week, I'm going to be doing a drawing and sending an email to a winner just to say thank you with some treats, tips, and a little bit of extras because I really want to get this podcast out to more people and I want to hear how it's helping you getting feedback about what you love to hear about and what you love about the podcast so I can keep doing that. Also, if you'd like to connect with me on a deeper level, check out my website at glowgetterslife.com. You'll find links to my About Me page so you can learn about me and my journey in leadership. You'll find links to my blog, my podcast for more episodes, and to my YouTube channel. And you can also find links to the templates and leadership planners I've created, as well as my free resource library. All right. Thanks so much. And until next time, be a light.